everybody to the Something in the Air podcast. I'm your audiologist Joe Marducci here at the Press of Atlantic. Seeing new episodes first and third Wednesdays of every month. And I'm not going to lie, I've been really excited about doing this show for a couple of weeks. Not only because the guy next to me has a really cool looking suit, but because I really wanted to get into the weather culture, you know, here. Um, you know, people who love the weather, who talk about the weather, they're on social media. And what better way to do this? We're going to start off with Instagram and we're going to say hello to SGT underscore Snowflake 609, a.k.a. Sergeant Snowflake, a.k.a. John Salzman, down in Cape May. Sergeant Snowflake, looking good here tonight. Thanks, brother. Looking good yourself, man. Always wearing that fly tie, man. You're always rocking a really awesome tie. Well, listen, I knew you were going to wear a suit today, so I had to show you up. I had to, I had to at least match you. Let's put it. You showed me <laughs> up. I had to try to match you as best I could. Um, so, you know, let's start off um, how you became Sergeant Snowflake and your first taste of Cape May fame. Well, it started with all of my friends on Facebook, actually, always asking what the update was going to be because I was I would always – watch, let's say, the international version of, of weather for our local area. And I'd say, hey, you know, uh, that's going to be wrong. You know, we, we have a very different situation going on down here. And then you'd have like our local weather, which which does a great job. And, you know, we, we have our little bubble down here. And, we, and I call it the Cape May bubble. And it's this peninsula that sticks off about 17 miles into the Atlantic Ocean. And we have different weather down here than I think, you know, a lot of people give it credit for anyway. So my friends would always ask me, Hey, what's it going to be? It's going to be, you know, we were getting three to six inches. I said, and ask me one, two, and I would always somehow end up closer to the truth. Right. So I decided, Hey, let me make its own page. And uh, how it came about was we made, we made a, a, a video and went pretty viral. And I happened to have my favorite Kate May brewery beer in hand and actually made it to the brewery afterwards. And as soon as we got there, everyone started calling me by name by Sergeant Snowflake. Cause I made a new page. Like, what's going on? Well, I looked at my phone and I already had like 10,000 views. It was only about a half hour later. Woo, what's going on here? So it, it really took off after that. It's fun. What year was that? Oh, I think that was uh, 2016, 2017. I think 2016. Well, right, right in there. I'm not sure exactly. Right. Now, I know, you know, obviously we talk about the Cape May bubble a lot. I'm a big fan of Cape May bubble. Well, fan in the sense that I like talking about it. I don't actually want to be in the bubble because I like my snow. But yeah. that being said, um, you know, I believe the storm where you kind of rose to fame, there was a good amount of snow that day, right? There was. It was one of those coastal storms where, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not a meteorologist that I don't claim to be. I, I go off my gut feeling and what I, I was born and raised here. So I went off my gut feeling. And while it's often right, well, it's always often wrong. And I think that's, you know, you live by a sword, die by a sword. And, uh, well... I owed everybody a beer afterwards because I messed up the forecast and I gave them one and apparently everyone liked it. <laughs> but you were happy you got your snow at the end of the day. I was. I love snow. I mean, it's the kids get to stay home from school. We get to build snowmen. We get to go sledding, whatever it may be. Right. Big snow fan. Now, I don't know if you want to share too many of your secrets, but where did you get that suit from? This is, uh, I believe, Oppo Suits makes the suit. Um, I bought it off a, off a website called Shinesty, which makes some some pretty neat gear. I mean, you go on there and it's, um, it's fun, fun clothing and it's seasonal and whatever it may be. I bought it for an ugly, uh, Christmas sweater competition. And, um, Sergeant Snowflake. 
I'm, I, I did win, Joe. You did, yeah, I did figure. So, you know, tell us, um, you know, you've grown up in Cape May your whole life. You know, your yep. family's in Cape May. Um, tell us, you know, what the culture is about weather. What do people say about the weather? I know we're talking about the Cape May bubble, but like, what's the, what are the things about the bubble that people usually talk about? Well, if you think about what the locals talk about, yeah, you know, um, we're, we're, a, we're a, a fishing community, a shore community, and you know, we have our own strange little system down here, right? And um, and we just don't necessarily fall into the cookie cutter weather of everywhere else. Um, it's very unique. And I think where people take special interest down here is because there's so many fishermen. You spend a lot of time out on the water. You have to, you have to spend a little bit of extra time thinking about weather before you take your fishing vessel or whatever vessel you're going out on out to sea. So you spend a little bit more time looking at the weather. And generationally you know it's passed down hey if this is going on you might want to watch out and um much like if you were to go to some indigenous land somewhere that does don't have they don't have meteorologists but i guarantee you're going to find someone that might know what's what's going on with the weather as opposed to you know the science involved with it so yes there is science involved with it and there's also maybe a little bit of local knowledge that goes well, on with this kind of yeah, place. i mean I won't even push back with you on that because for the longest time, up until 1950s or 60s, there were no computer models, right? So you were sure. going off of, hey, what's going to happen? What are the weather charts showing? What's you know, is the is the sun you know, is the sun going to come out tomorrow? You know, I'm looking at you know, some red sky at night, sailors delight, those kind of things. Right. But I, I mean, I would say, you know, I was just thinking about myself. I bet you there was some, you know weather observers in 1800 that were definitely looking at the current weather even more than a meteorologist is because. You, that's all you had. You had to sure. see what the, where the winds were blowing, you know, what the tides were, what, you know, absolutely over the winds a couple of days before. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a big deal. And that's how you had your first weather observers. So you absolutely. Know, just paying attention to the weather. I think that's how most, you know, meteorologists and weather enthusiasts just kind of grew to love the weather. Absolutely. I guarantee, you know, of course they don't have the, the amazing technology that, that you get to work with, but you know, they have that, those primitive, uh, primitive ways of figuring it out and somehow they I'm sure they are wrong more often than not but at the same time you know red sky at night sailors delight is is you know red sky in the morning sailors take warning it's a real thing you know you're out there on the oceans I don't know what it is Joe I don't know the science behind it man I don't leave that up to you but for us down here, we live and die by that kind of thing. That's, no, I hear you. Listen, when I, now, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm from New Jersey, I'm not from South Jersey, and not from Cape May County, but when you get down to Cape, when you're in Lower, when you're in Villas, when you're in, you know, whatever, Cape May, people talk about the weather. And it's not just like, oh, it's sunny today. It's like, you know, I get questions like, Joe, like, it feels like it's been, like, really windy the past couple of Aprils. Is there something to that? Like, I've never got those questions before. No one, no one talks about, you know, oh, it's been windy the past couple of Aprils. So, I, I, you know, I end up going looking it up. But, yeah, you guys, you know, everyone down in Cape, you know, a lot of love to you guys. You care about your weather. You care about your Cape May bubble. And uh, people care about you, too, of course, you know, being on Instagram. Now, let me ask, you know, Instagram, right? That's you know mainly where you're doing your uh, your business here. Have you ever thought about moving on to Twitter or maybe TikTok? Um, you know, I, I just opened a TikTok account recently, and I'm not really. I have to ask my daughter how to work that because she is rocking TikTok right now. Oh, okay. Um, is she a TikTok celebrity? Not yet. I'm sure she will be one day. Okay. You know, okay. it, it might be in the bloodline. Okay. Truthfully, Joe, I, I 
I really haven't gained a heck of a lot on Instagram. It really started on Facebook. And, you know, I just posted a Facebook video and that's where it went viral. It wasn't quite on Instagram. I started that up recently. It wasn't even, um, that was an afterthought. Right. If I thought about it ahead of time, I would try to monetize it and start on uh, uh, YouTube first and then create a link. That's how you monetize these things. That's right. Yeah, but, there's hey, always a way to make money, man. Live and learn. That's it. Yeah, live and learn. That's okay. Um, you know, what do you like? So let me ask you then. What do you like best about Facebook for doing your stuff? I mean, I know you just started there, but there's got to be something you, you, you like about it. You keep going back to it, right? So what do you like about talking with other people about weather on Facebook? Well, I'll tell you what, it's, and and like I said, even though I ventured recently into Instagram, I'm, I'm kind of more on there. But it's it's um with both of them, it, it creates a discussion about the weather, and you get to argue and hear different opinions about what Joe Schmo or whoever has to say about it, and what whatever. About me? You, Joe no, I'm sorry, Joe. I mean the other the other Joe, some other Joe that you don't even know. He's from down I'm here in the bubble, and uh, he he has zero um capability. But you know they'll all they'll all come on there and they'll, they'll, they'll say what they're going to say. And, um, and you know how social media is. They get, you get those, uh, those keyboard warriors on there and they'll fire away, but it's fun. It's all good fun to me. I love it. I love the, um, the back and forth and the open discussion. Um, mainly I just like the local aspect on our very unique weather system down here. And I, and I love jumping on it. Gave me a bubble, man. Gave me a bubble, you know, and, uh, you know, it's even different than the rest of the shore. I mean, Monmouth County, you talk about Long Branch, that might as well be a thousand miles away compared to what happens in Cape May. I mean, is that, that Canada? Canada happened? What's that? Is that Canada? Yeah, I think it's oh, in they Canada. They have that maple leaf on their flag. Yeah, I think anything yeah. above the Parkway Bridge to me might as well be Canada. All right. Atlantic City, I don't care, man. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, you're not the only person who said that down in Cape, and I know there's a lot of people yeah. who agree with you there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Talk about the differences within Cape May County, though, because let's, you know, we're recording this on the 17th of February, but on the, let me look at my calendar, the 11th, you know, you guys in Cape May, I like to say the bubble retreated, but it didn't go away completely because what you had in Cape May was different than what was happening in Ocean City, and you were talking about it. How about that? So, um, I actually posted a video about it. I was driving down the parkway. Actually, I was driving up the parkway. I recorded it on my way back down, but on the way up, I noticed it. Um, as soon as you hit Cape May Courthouse around exit 10 on the parkway, I started to see accumulating snow on the ground on either side of the parkway. And once I got up to about Sea Isle, Ocean City, it was significant. We're talking maybe a snow day for the kids. Meanwhile, 17 miles to the south, we have no accumulated snow the next day. Even later on that morning, we had nothing, man. We had about a, you know, I don't know if there's an inch on the ground, whatever, but it was gone pretty quick. You know, it, 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 it faded out and... Up there, a day later, there was still a cumulative. There was, a, I don't know if there's maybe four inches on the ground. And I thought that was pretty cool um, how quickly that, that, that weather pattern must have shifted. Whatever it was, we were right on the shelf to where, of course, the bubble kicked in and we got nothing. But our neighbors to the north, one zip code to the north got it all, you know? I know. Yeah, I, I usually think it's like courthouse, came a courthouse where you have that, that line. It is. You know, it's raining most of the time to, you know, it's not raining as much over there. And of course it's different than, you know, you talk about Hamilton, you know, they're always getting their snow over there. But oh, yeah. did you know that Cape May actually had the highest ever snowfall in the state at 34 inches? Joe, so I think that was Bay recently challenged. That was recently challenged, was it not? I, I think they may have just beaten that up in North Jersey this very season. 
Yeah, there's a little debate still. Dave Robinson, state climatologist, my birthday buddy. Uh, we nice. have him on first Wednesdays of the month. Uh, he is the one who is pretty much in charge of that. He's still looking into it. There was a 35.1 in Mount Arlington. That's in Morris County. There was actually a higher number in Lake Mohawk, which is in Sussex County. He threw that out. He said that wasn't legit because they didn't clear this. They cleared the snowboard too frequently. But yeah, we're going to see. Cape May might go down. And, and that record's from 1899. So, you know, wow. did, the, did the bubble exist back then? Joe, so I don't know. If you think about just basically climate change, um, if there was a bubble back then, maybe it was down on the Delmarva Peninsula instead, you know, down by Cape Charles instead of up here in Cape May. Um, and as the climate changes, which we all are, are aware of, you know, it, it, it feels as though we're right on that shelf now. And maybe back then we were the old Cape Cod, you know, getting a ton of snow. And yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't believe the bubble, the bubble existed back then. Actually. I don't you think the bubble moves over time. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what it was called back then or what it's going to be called in another hundred years, but hey, well, the for now it's Katie Bubble, man. Right. There's only one Sergeant Snowflake to talk about the bubble. You got it. Somebody's got to run this army. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you, you know, because you are a snow fan, right? But I say it's yes. people who are snow fans in Cape May County. I, I have no shame asking this question. Don't you feel like you should move to another part of New Jersey to get more snow? I mean, people move to Cape May to get less snow. Oh, and leave Cape May? I'm just Joe, asking the question. I'm just asking we're the question. On, we're treading on shit, like really thin ice here. Absolutely not. I'm never leaving this town. This okay. town is okay. This town is my my pride and joy, my love. My kids surf here. They grew up here. I grew up here. It is just a wonderful place to live. Okay. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, even though we don't get a lot of snow, and I love snow. I'll go up to the mountains and snowboard for that. Okay. Where, where's your favorite snow spot? Oh, my favorite snow spot. That's that's tough. I love Hunter Mountain. Okay. It's close, but I do love Okemo, too. I, I would I would say Okemo, but Hunter Mountain is, is a close second. Great spot for the kids. A lot of memories there. Where is Okemo? Okemo's in Vermont. Okay. It's only about a half hour away from Killington. It's a little less okay. crowded and real nice. Yep. I've been to Killington before. We had our uh, Northeast Storbs Conference when I was at Rutgers uh, a couple of years up there over in oh, Rockland, nice. Vermont, which uh, was a good time. That, that's another podcast. Well, all right. Hey, Sergeant Snowflake, we appreciate the time. Before we wrap up, let everybody know where uh, they could follow you for observations within the Cape May bubble. All right, man. Hey, check it out on Sergeant Snowflake 609 SGT underscore Snowflake 609 on Instagram and SGT Snowflake on Facebook and stay tuned and I'll try to figure out a TikTok to make as well. And I want everybody to stay star spangled. Awesome. Love it. So all right. Snowflake. Appreciate the time, my man. Thanks for coming on. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Take care. Hey everyone. I'm meteorologist Joe Martucci at the press of Atlantic city. Every time I do a talk, I say, if I could take this job again, I take it 10 times out of 10. I'm the only meteorologist at a newspaper in New Jersey. And down here in southeastern New Jersey, you all know weather matters more. Whether it's for farming, it's for the beach, or for your business. Weather plays a huge role here, and I'm making sure I'm doing things that cater to you. Whether it's talking about if your street's going to have coastal flooding, 
or whether you need the air conditioner on at night at the shore. We're the only place that's doing a mainland and shore seven day forecast. We're the only ones that are talking about whether your street is going to have coastal flooding. And that's why I wanna keep this going. All right, welcome back everybody to the Something in the Air podcast brought to you by the Press of Atlantic City. And now for our second one, we're hopping over from Instagram over to Twitter. We're talking with the man who makes it go down on the BM. That's a little inside weather joke for you. That's Mark Franz. That's uh, Weatherman Franz on Twitter. Uh, Mark, I got to ask you, uh, did you choose Weatherman Franz as your handle because it rhymed? Um, actually, no. Um, in high school, uh, kids used to come to me for the weather all the time. And uh, this one kid used to just call me, hey, Weatherman Franz, I guess. I guess because it rhymed in his way. So I just went with it. I stuck with it and uh, I used it ever since. Okay. Well, hey, your uh, your friend did you pretty good. Um, you are in Central I, I, Ocean County, although your location says, and I'm looking now, quote, Jersey Shore slash Mid-Atlantic slash Northeast slash Chaos. Where's that chaos uh, part? Is that, is, that, is, that, is that like a mental state or is that a physical state? Uh, both at times with okay. weather, both for sure. Um, I do recall, I'm not sure if it's still true. We were the number one disaster county in the U.S. at one point. Um, so we've had our share of uh, chaos, I would say, but and I, that's why I live here. Many people want me to move. I, I love snow, so I've thought about moving away. But in the end, this is where I'm from. This is my roots. I love the area. You get all types of weather, all types of extremes. So I love the yeah. chaos. You know, it's funny. You know, so you're in Ocean County, right? I mean, plus is in Atlantic. And then when we had a Sergeant Snowflake on earlier. He's in Cape May. And everybody's saying the same thing. You know, I love snow, but I don't love being here for snow. And I'm like, I know, I know. I was saying the story before. I said, when I came down here, you know, I, I knew that I wouldn't get as much snow as some of my other friends up north or out west. So, you know, it, it's a it's a bitter pill we have to swallow sometimes, especially over the past three weeks. But it is nice to be by the shore. You know, you can't beat that. So, you know, snow and by the shore is a pretty good combo, if I do say so myself. Exactly. I mean, you get your fair share every once in a while. You know, it's not like you miss out all the time. And many people live here for, you know, the reason of not having a lot of snow, sadly. But I didn't choose it. That's where I grew up. Otherwise, I would have been somewhere else, probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so growing up, just tell me, I mean, you know, when did you start being interested in weather? Oh, geez. Um, starts back in the 90s. Um, many can relate to this storm, um, the blizzard of 96, of course. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't very old yet. I was I was a little kid, tiny kid, um, an infant almost. Um, I was at my aunt's house with my mother. Um, we walked there only a couple streets away we lived. Um, and I was so excited to be with my cousins uh, looking out the window. I remember looking out the window, seeing the snow was piling up. I was excited. Didn't really know what it was like because I was too young at the, at the time. Um, and my mother and my aunt wound up getting into an argument. And uh, I was so devastated. My mom's like, let's go. We're leaving. We're going home. I'm like, oh, no, this, this can't be happening. So we wound up walking home in the snow for about a mile or so. Um, I recall as I was walking down the street, just got a glimpse of the snow piles just to, my, to the side of me, that almost to my height, my shoulder height. And at first, I, I would have thought I would have been uh, a little scared, a little petrified of like what I was seeing. But I was so excited. I was so happy. Um, it just brought joy and smile to my face. And I think ever since then, I really, it just clicked and I love snow ever since. And I just, I just wanted it. 
Yeah, you know, that's I tell people all the time. I mean, whenever I do talks, I say if you like weather, you usually liked it for a really, really long time. And oftentimes it's like those big events, like you said, Blizzard in '96. I mean, we're gonna have a whole new generation of meteorologists from Sandy, you know, in 2012. So yeah, wow. there's always no shortage of huge events. I bet you even, you know, some North Jersey weather people are gonna get uh become meteorologists and, and weather enthusiasts just from the snow that they had, you know. Absolutely. 30 plus inches of snow in some places. That's enough to make you uh, interested in weather for a long time. No, for sure. I mean, I, I can't say I remember many exciting, huge events here in the 90s. Of course, there were a couple here and there. We we got our mixes that ruined a lot of it. But in like 2003, um, 2009, of course, 2010, 11, the more popular yep. years everyone talks about, you the know, good old days. a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of those generations got used to the to the big big events. You know, I think that's what people lost uh, touch of reality for a while there, and you know, it's kind of kind of come back the last couple of years. I mean, it's been a little more harsh than it should have been, in my opinion. But uh, I think we're making up for a little excess snow over the past decade or so. But it was I, it was due. Yeah, I agree. The the karma's coming back with us here uh, on the snow. So for you know, sure. let's talk about let's talk about Twitter a little bit. So you know, I I like to say that uh, I like to say to myself. You know, when it comes to the Jersey Shore, you know, you're one of the, you know, the probably the one of the biggest, if not the biggest weather observer out there. I mean, you know, you have pinned on your page right now, your heaviest snow in three years from the snow on January 31st. So, you know, people love seeing the stuff that you got. You got 6,800 views on that, on that um, video. So let me ask, like, like, how'd you get started with Twitter and like, why Twitter? Why not Facebook? Why not Instagram? I know you have a Facebook page, but you know, you definitely do uh, most of the dirty work on Twitter. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't realize I had that many views on it. Um, I'm just such a dork and I love it so much. I just post what I feel and go with it. But um, I'm honestly honored uh, to have the following I have. I didn't expect it. Um, I really just started um, mainly in high school, um, a little before Sandy with this big snowstorms, 09, 2010. Um, I started forecasting for myself. I belong to little blog pages here and there. And um, I started telling friends and friends would start telling friends and People start seeing my forecast. Nobody believed me. People are like, what are you, a weatherman? What are, what are you trying? I'm actually like, that. that's what I'd love to be. Um, so I kind of got stuck, started with Facebook back in 2009, 2010-ish. Um, then I moved over to Twitter because it's more um, up-to-date, more timely, more accurate. You get more information quicker. Um, you can relay it to people because obviously I love snow and I love the weather, but my, my main goal is to uh, to warn people and to have people prepared for what is coming. So that's that's the main goal. And so I thought it was a better way to to guess branch out and kind of show people what I can do. And, and I'm here. I, I don't try to hype. I try to do it right. I try to have fun with it. As you can see, I'm sure you follow me. I appreciate you sticking with me. I'm sure I'm a little a little much at times, but I, I try to I try to have a good time and, and spread the joy to other people. No, I mean, I, I love, you know, whether it's a photo of you barbecuing out, you know, I think you did that a couple of days ago, right? Or was that today? I can't remember, you were barbecuing out with the sunshine? Probably every day, I think I barbecue, so <laughs> today too, for sure, yeah. You're one of those guys, you know, you barbecue, doesn't matter, if it's snowing out, sleeting, you're out there. You know it, I love being out there. Yeah, but, um, you know, I think one of the things, actually, and it's not just me who said this, whether Twitter definitely knows this, but other people have said, you keep all of these old forecast maps from like the National Weather Service and like like different setups from like 2012 and like we're all like like how did, like first of all what made you think of saving them that long ago and like where do you keep them because yeah out of on a serious note it is a great way to like you know compare and contrast like you know like an upcoming storm with like a different forecast from before 
So to have those maps, those National Weather Service forecast maps, are uh, that was pretty good foresight on your part. Yeah, I mean, um, growing up, obviously, we had our, uh, our share of misses, and um, it hurt a lot as a kid. I didn't get many snow days, I feel like. Um, so I wanted to save anything I could that brought joy and all the good snow times that we could we could remember and look back and reminisce. And especially the last couple of years when things have been a little slow, just to remind us, hey, it can be good. You know, it only takes one big one, you know, stuff like that. You, you got to make the best of it all. But um, I, I just I just know in my mind when events happen around here, I want to I want to make sure I have these for memory. Um, so I store them away. I have to also thank, you know, my phone transfer for saving a lot of my photos. <laughs> I, ha I, I have lost many, many good ones from the Boxing Day blizzard. Um, my phone zapped, um, camera zapped in the snow was so heavy. I had some thunder snow, even videos. But, you know, I have enough. Uh, I just make sure to save what I can just to, just to remember. I'm actually in the process of uh, creating a whole album for every snow event with all different pictures and forecasts and all that. So hopefully whenever that's done, I'll try to share what I got. But I basically just for the love and just for everybody else too. So they can remember and smile a little bit just to bring back right. some memory or hate it. Not everybody loves snow. So I have to say that. Well, I, yes, it brings out snow is almost like politics, right? It brings out strong feelings in everybody. Yes. You know, oh, people. both sides. Of course. <laughs> you know, I think uh, a lot of people like turning to you because you're, you're like a night watch guy for, uh, for observations on what's happening with snow and sleep, you know, two in the morning, four in the morning, you're there, man, you're doing it. I, I don't sleep. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I, I do. I work two jobs. So I work days and overnights. Um, so there's really not much time for sleep. A lot of it. Um, I sleep maybe three, four hours, get a quick nap in. But if snow's oh coming, forget it. There, there's no way I'm sleeping if something's coming. How much coming sleep back. today? T today's Tuesday. Um, How much sleep did you get today? Uh, honestly, not much. I want to say not too much, but enough to uh, enough to be awake and enjoy myself. But I don't. I feel like I don't need much. I, I think it's all in the weather keeps me going. That's okay. that's my sleep. That's my energy. Man. That's it. That's it. it. Um, you know, why do you think people you know like to follow you on Twitter? I know you kind of touched on it, but just you know, just kind of all encompassing. Uh, I want to believe it's because people trust me. Um, because I, I, I want to believe I'm decently accurate. I, I want to feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, but also maybe because people just like the way I go about it. Um, I just say how I feel. I don't listen to people telling you how to forecast this way or that way. Um, I, I drown out the noise. I just do what I do and I love it. I think people, I think people appreciate it. It's more of like a personable, uh, weather person. I feel like I can right. relate to people. I'm not just your, you know, straight cut clean. I'm, I'm, I'm fun and goofy and, could be serious if I have to be, but so I, I think it might be that. I'm not sure. What do you think, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I like watching you. I like following you for the night watch stuff, see what's going on, and the maps. I mean, those those weather service forecast maps from back in the day are just incredible. Maybe it's just because I'm a meteorologist, but like the, again, to think like in 2013, I'm going to save this and I'm going to put this on Twitter seven, eight years later. It's pretty incredible, yep. man. So I got to give it to you. That that that's pretty awesome. Um, Thank you. You know, where do you see, well, let me ask you this, you know, so you've been on Twitter for 10 years. Um, how have you seen Twitter change when it comes to weather? And I'll say like, give me one for the better and one for the worse. How about that? Um, for the better, um, like I said before, um, with the more timely and accurate uh, information, weather-wise, um, things are shown to people and people are able to see it uh, more quickly. Uh, more up-to-date, more rapid information, I guess you could say, is a, a benefit of Twitter for sure, especially people that don't know what's going on. 
Um, you get more information. A lot, a lot of companies are on Twitter now. You can contact pretty much anybody you want on Twitter. Um, the downfall is that everyone has access to Twitter. Um, anybody with snow maps, anything they want to show with two to four feet, five feet of snow over them, type stuff like that. Um, that's kind of the downfall, I think, of Twitter. I know at one point the European model couldn't be shown for uh, legal purposes, but then, of course, that was taken away and the European map was a popular thing all the time. Anytime it showed three, four feet, it was shown. Um, I think that's a downfall, too. You have a lot of younger kids, of course, passionate, want to be meteorologists one day. Um, just kind of need to slow the roll a little bit. Um, you get a lot of misinformation. You got to know who you're following. Um, some people are more trustworthy than others. Um, like I said, you just got to know, know you're following, really. Yeah. I think that's true, Frank. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter, website, yeah. Instagram, you want people to trust you. Um, last question. Well, I'll ask you two more questions. How about second to last question? More serious question. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, I see a lot of your tweets. Sometimes you got like little gifts going. You got little emojis. You all put. You know, sometimes you like thread them all together. I'm wondering like how you do that. Is that on Instagram? Or you're saving it and then posting it to Twitter. Um, I, I use sometimes Instagram. It's actually really convenient what you can do on there. Um, I actually have a video shop app I download. You can. Oh, uh, okay. That's the secret. Yes. Uh, download video shop. Looks like a little old camera. Um, pretty much you can download a bunch of videos and pictures. You can um, impose them on there. Um, I'm trying to learn how to do more, uh, more editing to it to figure out how to have a little more fun with it. But I've add some songs to spice it up sometimes. I, I got some negative feedback on songs here and there, but uh, people just got to understand it's just for fun. But uh, yeah, little video shop, little editing uh, to make it more exciting to look at. All right. Last question. I want to do a fill in a blank here. Are, are you ready for that? Sure. Okay. At Mark Franz's house, the winter of 2019, 2020 was depressing. Depressing. I would depressing. agree with you there. Zero uh, snow during the year, the calendar year of 2020. Second least yeah. snow at Atlantic City International Airport, one of the lowest in South. Yeah, well, I had about 1.4 inches that year. Uh, it was, it was, it was sad. I could say a few more things about the year, but I'll just, I'll just go with that. Depressing right. was the best. When we do the R-rated <laughs> version of the podcast, then yes. we'll have you back awesome. on. Awesome, I'm ready for it for sure. Perfect. Great. Mark, uh, let everybody know where they can uh, give you a follow on Facebook and Twitter, and then we'll wrap it up. Cool. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at uh, Mark's Weather Reports. I also uh, contribute to NJ Weather News and uh, occasionally Weather New Jersey with Jonathan Carr, mainly him. Um, on Twitter, at Weatherman France. Um, follow me if you want to know the best and accurate, most accurate information. Thank you. Appreciate it. Perfect. Mark, thanks so much, my man. God bless. Appreciate it, Joe.